poker teller table. Uh, um, um, uh, um, uh, uh, oh, 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 hi, Rabbi Herbs, how you doing, how you doing? Uh, what's going on? Uh, uh, um, everything is fine? Yeah? Uh, 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 well, why are you looking at me like that? <clears throat> the music show is over. Now it's time for story time. Oh, yeah, story time with Rabbi Yitzhi Yay! Together with... Uh, my sidekick over there, uh... Oh, just keep the sidekick to yourself. I'll be the sidekick. Ah, uh, Yossi! Hi, everybody! Misha Nichnas and the Barbie I think you shouldn't... You, you, I mean... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You call that singing? Oh, one second. Uh, uh, let me get my tuning fork. Hum! Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready for what? Misha Nichnas Barb. I think you started drinking already. Okay, but anyways, uh, welcome everybody to Storytime with me, Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs, your host. And uh, we have a beautiful story today, Bez Hashem, and everybody out there, I hope, is in the spirit of... Uh, yes, I guess you're in the spirit. Okay, that's very good. Alrighty, so now, as I was saying, uh, first let's remind everybody you're listening to J Root Radio at uh, 97.5 FM. And if you want to listen on the telephone, it's 712-432-4217. Or you could listen live or listen to archives on 718-506-9099. If you'd like if you would like to donate to J Root Radio, then the address is J Root Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, 11229. And, of course, if you would like to, uh, you know, sponsor uh, this program or any other program, then you could text in at 347-927-8398. And I want to just let you know that we are also on uh, the Internet. Of course, everybody has a kosher filter. And since j Radio is definitely a kosher program, so you can hear j Radio on a kosher Internet at jrootradio.com. Yes, indeed. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot. Yeah, Rabbi Herbs. Uh, here, let me show you that paper that you had in mind that you shouldn't forget. Because when you write it down on a paper, then you remember that you shouldn't forget that you have a paper to remind you that you have to remember something that's written on a paper. Uh, I might need another paper to remind me to look at the paper. Whatever. Could you look at the paper? Okay, I'll look at the paper. Okay, yes, here it is. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, sponsors, you know, by the way, we want to tell you that we do have quite a lot of listeners between the radio and between the internet and between the tele- te- telephone. Well, I was about to say telephone. Uh, you got 12 phones? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a, uh, a slip. Uh, a slip? You slipped? I didn't see a slip. I mean, there's ice outside, but... Oh, yeah, see? Please? Okay, okay. Anyways, what Robert Earps wants to try to say is that we have a lot of listeners out there, so if somebody wants to sponsor our show, boy, oh boy, it's good for the show and good for you, because if our show is good, your advertisement is good, <laughs> and your sponsorship is good, and it goes for a good cause. And of course, uh, 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 oh, yeah, look again, uh-oh. Listen, I do have a story to tell. Oh, you do? That's good. What kind of story? <clears throat> well, first, let's get the other stuff out of the way. 
Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll move uh, Ellie out of the way. I I'll move Ezra out of the way. And I'll move David out of the way. Uh, no, no. These are my guests over there. Uh, they're going to say hello, all right? Uh, uh, David, say hello. Hi. Uh, uh, Elio, say hello. Hi. Uh, not loud enough. Hi. Okay, I hope they heard you. And Ezra, say hello. Hi. No, that wasn't loud enough. Come on, louder. Hi. Ah, I don't know if it picked up on the microphone, but all right. Anyways, so uh, we got a wonderful story packed over here. Mama's really a jam-packed story, and I have no idea how long it's going to take because... I never told it before. Okay. Well, yeah, boy, every time you never tell a story before, you have no idea how long it's going to take. How come? <laughs> because I look at crowd reaction. But how could you see crowd reaction in the radio? Well, that's why I have three people over here besides myself here as guests. And I'll look at their noses and I'll see how they respond. How could you see a response on the noses? I'll see how it twitches. You know, when a guy's about to start laughing, you know, first their noses twitch a little bit. I don't know. I thought you look at the eyes. Well, I look at the eyes, I look at the nose, and I listen to the laughter. And uh, sometimes I look at the expressions to see how into the story they are. But what do you do when you're telling a story and no one's in the studio? Then I use my imagination. How could you use your imagination? Listen, don't you use your imagination? Uh, um, do I? Uh, um, maybe I'm a figment of your imagination. No, I'm real, I'm Yossi, I'm real, I'm real, I'm real. Keep talking it into yourself. Okay, now, meanwhile... Uh, let's just tell everybody that if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for any storytelling engagements, the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again is 375-1294, commonly known as 1294. Always dialing 718. Always, always helps because otherwise you will not be able to get through. Okay, now, if you're interested in any uh, artwork, or uh, private art lessons, then, of course, uh, you know, I do portraits, paintings, uh, ksubos, and everything like that. As well, I do portraits and, and paintings. And oh, you said that already. I do portraits and paintings. Ah, oh, you said that already. Oh, I did? Oh, uh, must be Mishnech Nasad, this stuff. Okay, anyways, uh, if anybody's interested in any paintings, portraits, or drawing lessons, or art lessons, or something like that, uh, monograms, or ksubos, and everything like that, then they could call 718-375-1294. Okay, now that's out of the way. What next? If anybody's interested in a karate demonstration performances or any karate, private karate lessons or qigong exercises, you know, energy exercises, or from a band engine or something like that, uh, then they could also call. All right, all right, they can also call 718-375-1294. Okay, now we got that out of the way. Is there anything else? Of course, my. Oh, yes, of course, the CDs. If anybody's interested in ordering any of Rabbi Yitzhak's CDs, there's approximately 40 of them or so out there, and most of them are not available in stores. So, <laughs> if you want to get them, you have to call 718 375 1294, and he will be more than happy to email you the current list or fax you the current list, and you can either pick it up by his house and, or you can order by mail. Okay, so here we go. I got everything out of the way now. Could you, could you? Would you, would you, would you tell the story, 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 story? Uh, sure. I'll tell the story. Okay, so here we go. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Are you going to be quiet? Of course I'm going to be quiet. All right, so I'm going to tell a story. You know I'm always quiet when you want me to be quiet. Of course you are. Okay, so now I want to start. I want you to look because if you want me to be quiet, I'm going to be quiet. I know that. So you're going to be quiet already or what? Oh, uh, what, what? No, no, no. Just be quiet. Okay, I'll be quiet. All right, now. Tonight's story is called The Prince. Oh, The Prince and the Pauper. You're telling that story? No, 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 no. 
I'm going to tell the prince. No, no, you're going to tell the pauper and the prince? No. Well, what are you going to tell? I'm going to tell the story of the prince and the friar. Oh, like friar, the Yiddish word, friar, as in a friar yid, someone is not from? No, no, no. I'm talking about friar, as in the friar that means a galach, you know, a, a priestly being that, that uh, you know, just that they have a, you know, according to their religion, whatever it is they they study and they learn their uh, religion and they, and they, um, you know, uh, and they want, and they, uh, and they want. Well, you know, as they study their religion and everything, you know, they have to live off of something. Oh, so they eat uh, trees and pickle juices and, and bottles of, of, of onions and garlic? No, no, no. They collect the, like, charity, tzedakah. Oh, I get it. So they're like a galach, but they're uh, a poor galach. That's right. And they supposedly work on trying to elevate their souls. Oh, they take the soles of their shoes and they elevate it higher? No, 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 no. Not soles of the shoes, their inner soul. Oh, I don't know. I don't have an inner soul. I have like a, like there's a pin in the inside of my shoe. No, no, I'm talking about an ashoma. Oh, that kind of soul. Why didn't you say so before? You see? I'm in the Purim spirit. You know what's coming uh, very soon. <laughs> like, actually, I'll be like tomorrow night, you know, uh, Purim cotton, you know. Yes, I know. But really, I think everybody wants to hear me tell a story. So could you please move over to the side? All righty. Shove over there, Domino. Move over, y'all. Okay, Ezra. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Oh boy, I have too many people in here. All right, okay. Don't worry, I don't have bad breath. I brush my teeth and I gargle with Listerine and, and, and Bubblegum Harry. Okay. What's Bubblegum Harry? I don't know, I just made it up. Oh, oh boy, oh boy. Can I tell the story already? Uh, are you getting nervous and upset? Remember our teamwork? Yes, yes, yes. You teach me Savonis, and I teach you... Derek Harris. Okay, I'll be quiet. All right. Tonight's story is called The Prince and the Friar. And now we go back in time, all the way first, our story starts in Mezavij, where the Heilige, the Holy Baal Shem Tov lived. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're going into the Rebbe now. You wanted to go to see the Baal Shem Tov. We're going in. But please try to stay calm. Because I'll stay calm. I'm, I'm going to be calm as possible. You better be, because this is a tzaddik we're going to. You understand? But I'm, I'm, I'm living so many years without a child, and, and we need a bracha for a child. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, of course, I understand that. No, okay, okay, let's knock on the door. <coughs> All right, <laughs> I knocked on the door. Uh, may I help you? I come here for a reason. Uh, yes, excuse me. I, I really came here uh, with my wife, and, 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 and we came to see uh, the Heilige Baal Shem Tov. Is it all right if we come to see him? Yes, just your luck. Uh, come inside this way, please. Please, this, this way, this way. Thank you. Uh, uh, Heilige Rebbe, uh, should do a couple of people out here waiting to see you. Ah, send them in. Of course, send them right away in. Uh, all right, uh, he's going to see you now. Uh, go straight in, straight in. The door is open. Come on, go straight in. Don't, don't, don't be afraid. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Relax, relax. 
All right, I'll relax. Now, um, Heilige Tzadik, Heilige Rebbe, Heilige Balshemtev, just please relax and tell me what's your problem. I see you have a lot on your mind. So don't be frightened. Please, just tell me what is the problem. All right, I'll tell you the problem. Excuse me, Shabbos, why are you talking? I'm talking because I'm trying to get them to say something. Look at this, they're looking at you like... Of course, it's to be expected. They're looking at the tzaddik, and they are in awe. I will try to relax them. Listen, please relax. Uh, yeah, yes, I'm, I'm very sorry. I, 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 uh, please, you have a lot on your mind. I could see that. Just speak your piece. Ah, maybe your wife wants to talk. Oh, yes, I want to talk. <laughs> if I have a second, I'll talk. <laughs> You are very um, aggrieved about something, aren't you? <laughs> I see, so something is bothering you. Okay, so tell me what it is. Well, uh, you see, what my wife is trying to say is that um, we're married a number of years and we were not blessed with a child. Would the Rebbe perhaps give us a bracha for a child? Hmm, very interesting. Let me close my eyes. Hmm. Ah. Of course, you are very worthy. I give you a bracha to have a child. Zeigesund, within a year, you're going to have a child. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Did you hear that? We're going to have a child. We're going to have a child. Yes, I hear. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. We just have to have Starker Betochen and Amuna and Hashem. And we're going to have a child. All right, all right. And sure enough, one year later... There was a baby born. Where was a baby born? <laughs> now, <clears throat> the story does not say who the baby's name was, nor does it give any names of most of the people in the story. And this story was submitted to me by somebody by the name of Sora Z. So if you're listening out there, you know who you are. So I only have the names that she gave me, and any other names I'll be making up. Anyways, so here's what happened. In Mezhevich, the Rebbe was so happy to hear that the baby was born. And he was sandik by this particular birth. And they were all so happy. And time was moving on. And when the baby was five months old, heh. I don't believe it. Look at this. The baby is five months old. Look, look, Genenda, look. Uh, what is it? What's wrong? Is there something wrong with the baby? No. Take a look. He's crawling. He's only five months old. Look how fast he's crawling. Oh, my goodness. He's going to be hard to catch. <laughs> Come over here, bubbly shafala. Don't, don't, don't run away from me. <laughs> oh, he's such a cutie pie. And sure enough. By the time he was 14 months old, not only was he walking... But he was also talking, walking and talking by 14 months old. And the mother tried one day. All right, you're going to have a little bit of oatmeal. Now I want to ask you, you want to try to say a bracha with me? I say bracha. Sure, I want to say bracha. Very good. And of course... He repeated the bracha, and they were so happy. 
wow, this is amazing. 14 months old, he's walking, he's talking, and he's making brochures. Oi, Gewaldik! Oi, Dumbledore, what do you say about that? <laughs> Not what I say about that. I'll tell you what I say about it. Last night, when I put our our little uh, Yankele, when I put our little Yankele Schluffin to go to sleep last night, I started to say Kriyashma with him like I always do. And all of a sudden, he went and he put his finger on top of my mouth like to make shh, don't say anything. And he started to say it by himself. Balper! <laughs> 14 months old, a genius. Can I know her? And as this baby was going on in his month, suddenly, if they forgot to wash Nagelwasser with him in the morning, he would start to cry. I want my Nagelwasser! You didn't wash me the tilafia dime in the morning when I woke up. How can I do this? I want to say mom the honey. I want to wash Nagelwasser. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. We're going to wash you Nagelwasser. And of course, they washed him Nagelwasser. And this was all the way until he was two years old. When suddenly, at his second birthday, they were very happy for a few moments, that is. Because they were celebrating, they made a little small party, a suicide, and they were singing, Shimon Deva, Marshall Deva, Marshall Deva, Shimon Deva, Shimon Deva, Marshall Deva. Uh, what is it? What is it? <laughs> you want a piece of birthday cake? Your mama made your birthday cake. Come eat it. Come, come, Tatler. Come eat a piece of birthday cake. Come, come, come. I don't feel well. I'm just going to go and lie down. <laughs> it's your birthday. You have to be besimchedik. Yes, he meant to have a muscle to have a muscle to have. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hey, what's the matter with you? Check him out over there. Yankele doesn't feel good. One moment. I'm going to check him out. Let me see. Let me touch your head over here. I'm going to touch your head. Oi, where's me? He's burning with fever. Oi, 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 oi. Oi, 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 You know what? Let's get some water, make a cold compress, and, and we put it on his head. <laughs> okay, dear. How is that? How's that feel? I don't know. I feel so terrible. I think I need a doctor. <laughs> Two years old. He knows he needs a doctor. All right, I'm coming back. I'm going to get a doctor. I'll be back soon. <laughs> Where am I going to find a doctor? Ah, of course, the town doctor. I raise him. Schmerl, Schmerl, Dr. Schmerl Boyge. Schmerl Boyge, you. What's the matter? What's the matter? I'm coming, I'm coming. What's the matter? What's the matter? That money is screaming for. What's the matter? It's very important. You have to come. It's an emergency. You don't understand. I understand everything. I understand. What you gotta do, though, is calm yourself down. What's the problem? <laughs> My son, he said he doesn't feel it. He's burning with fever. All right, I'm coming, I'm coming. Take courage, take courage. <laughs> All right, put that at your house. Uh, it's a good idea to open the door first. Yeah, yeah excellent idea. <coughs> all right, all right, go inside. Check him out. <laughs> uh, 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 one second. What's the matter? I brought the doctor. It's too late. Hey, what are you talking about? I'm too late. I didn't even do anything to the kid. What are you talking about? What's too late? <laughs> he's, he's not breathing. Wait, here, stand aside. Let me do my work. Hey, one second. I'm in the ten minutes. Stand aside. Stand aside. <gasps> Wait a second. Hey, hey, Sonny boy, your heart is supposed to go. <laughs> uh, your, your, your heart. Uh, hello, Sonny boy. Hey, Yankele, wake up. Uh oh. 
got a terrible problem. And sure enough, this little Yankala, who was their pride and joy, who when they saw he was such an Eloy, such a genius, they thought he was going to for sure grow up to be a Talmud Chacham. But all of this was snatched away when he was two years old. He suddenly was Nifta. It didn't seem right. They had a bracha from the Baal Shem Tov, But only for two years? It bothered them very much. The mother decided that no matter how tough it is, she has to accept this from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But there was a little problem. A mother is a mother. And it was very hard to take it internally. On the outside, she said yes, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But on the inside, not. And then, about a month after the child was Nifta, the Baal Shem Tov happened to come to their town. And when the Baal Shem Tov arrived in their town, what ended up happening was as follows. The Baal Shem Tov arrived, and the husband said, You know what? I think we should go and see the Helig of Baal Shem Tov. What do you say? Um, well, what do you say? No, there's nothing that he could do. What are you talking about? He gave the bracha before. If there's a reason, if there's a reason why the child died so young, he's going to know. Well, maybe. Listen, I heard so many people talking about that the Baal Shem Tov is a Baal Ruch HaKadosh. I'm telling you, he'll tell us what happened. All right, I'll go with you. And so the two of them went to the place where the Baal Shem Tov was staying. And the Baal Shem Tov definitely let them come inside. And when the Baal Shem Tov came inside, I mean, excuse me, when they came inside to the Baal Shem Tov, the Baal Shem Tov looked at them and said, Please, sit down. <laughs> I know why you are here. Just sit down. Before I explain anything about your child, I want to tell a story. Hey, great. The Rebbe wants to tell us a story. Maybe he wants us to uh, relax a little bit, so he'll tell us a story. Sit down, relax, and then he'll tell us about our child. All right. What's the story you want to tell us? <laughs> relax. I want to tell you a story that happened during the times of the Spanish Inquisition. As you know, during the Spanish Inquisition, the Spanish people, they had uh, the Grand Inquisitor and everything, and they kicked out many Jewish people. And any Jew who did not live uh, to stay at his, I should say, uh, I'm a little bit ahead of myself because I see the whole story in front of me. So let me make it in front of you a little bit better. I see that uh, you're wondering why I'm telling the story. Yes. Okay. I'm telling this has to do with your child. How? You'll see if you let me tell the story. Okay. Very good. All right. Now, you see, the Grand Inquisitor... He caused that all the Jewish people should be kicked out of Spain. Now, if a Jew stayed in Spain and he was caught acting like a Jew, he would be killed. He would be uh, burned at the stake. You understand what I'm saying? And this was not very good. So, there were some Jewish people that were afraid to leave Spain because they didn't know what's going to face them outside. And they had riches and they didn't want to give it up so easily. So they pretended they converted. They pretended they were shmad. They acted like the goyim. And secretly, they live like uh, Jewish people. And they were called Maranos. But the inquisitors and their soldiers all around, the police, they were looking for such people. And it was very dangerous to live like a Marano. But many did. Anyways, 
So I want to now switch over and tell you about the king. Now, the person who sent over the story didn't tell me which king was there. Strange, but he told me who the prince was. So I don't know which king, because there were many kings during the years of the Inquisition, you know, when the Jews were not allowed to live in Spain. So let me tell you, there was this certain king who had a son, and he was called Prince Alfonso. Well, very interesting. Uh, Prince Alfonso, my cutie pie, come to Tata, come to your daddy, come, come, come. <laughs> You're such a cutie pie. You know what? I'm going to take you and I'm going to have uh, many of my high scholars teach you personally and you will become a great scholar because after all, you're my first prince. And therefore, you're going to be higher to the throne, or heir to the throne, depending which way you pronounce it. Anyways, so you're going to be the heir to the throne, and I want you to be, of course, very, 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 I want you to be very educated. <laughs> and sure enough, what ended up happening was as follows. They hired... Excuse me, uh, King, are you telling the story? I am the king! Oh, sorry, I didn't realize. So you want to take over the story? I Well, maybe I could do it. You think you're the only one that could tell stories, Labyrinths? I was around before you. I lived in the times of the Spanish Inquisition. Well, you're right. <laughs> Anything can happen. It's the month of order. Okay, go ahead. You want to tell it? Go ahead, tell it. All right. As my child was growing up, what ended up happening was, wait a minute. If I tell the story, I don't know what happens next, because you're the one that's supposed to tell the story. I thought you'd see it my way. Okay, so let me continue. The child Alfonso grew up, and he was very, very smart. And when he was 20 years old, he had discussions with all of the king's philosophers. The philosophers came inside one time, and they were having a very, very big scholarly discussion. So I tell you, Itaman, I am telling you that the reason why the birds do not fly so high in the sky is because they get too tired if they fly too high. On the contrary, I say that the reason why birds don't fly so high because it gets lonely upstairs so high. That's why... Ah, uh, you guys are boring me, man. I'm telling you, you not know what you're talking about, man. I'm telling you, you guys are crazy. Uh, how dare you talk like that to us? We're, we're philosophers, you know. We're very uh, brilliant. We're imported from all around the world. Ah, so I, a Chinese philosopher, imported by your father to come here and explain to you things. So I will explain to you in very clear language. Now you understand? Uh, actually, no. But Gesundheit to you too. Uh, listen, uh, can you explain to me in a way that I should understand? What's the matter with you, huh? Okay, birds not fly high in sky because if they fly too high, they cannot breathe because there is no ear too high up. Have you ever climbed a mountain? Yeah, I've climbed a mountain, so what? Hey, you go too high on the mountain, then what happens is you not breathe so good. So if birds fly too high, no ear. Very simple. 
Uh, doesn't make sense what you're talking about. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, this is ridiculous. And so what happened was this. He started to get tired of having these discussions with these philosophers of the palace. And one day he said to his father, oh, Father, your majesty, the king, whatever you want to be called by me, I don't know, but you know, I'm telling you something. These people, these philosophers, they're not philosophers. They're phony baloney pastrami people, you understand? Because they don't know what they're talking about, you understand? I understand what you are talking so you don't like them. So what do you want to do? I think, man, I, Father, I think if I went over and I uh, meditate myself, you know, I'm going to be smarter. I'm going to study all the books that he gave me and everything, you know, and uh, I'm going to study. You you manage because you're the king. You can afford it. You can get all the rare books that were here and written and everything on philosophy and everything. Uh, I'm going to study them, and then, you know, and then I'm going to be smarter. And sure enough, he started to study them. And then he started to meditate. And the more he meditated over these books and everything, he started to feel very low, sort of like a, a depressed feeling, a sad feeling. And some people call it melancholy. And uh, he was so, so sad. He didn't know what to do. And he looked like, bleh. And his father came. So, eh, tell me, now that you have everything you want, eh, man. <laughs> like you say, man, man, okay, maybe that's going to be this language of the future. And I'm going to say, hey, man, how you doing? Okay, listen, let me ask you a question. Are uh, you happy this way? Do I look happy to you? I don't look happy at all. I'm very sad. You want to say, look at me, man, I'm happy. No, no, sad. I feel so bad. Yeah, I know what you need. I know exactly what you need, man. I know what you need. I got it. I got it. You need to go to the mountains. Or, you know, in Toledo. In Toledo, I have a summer cottage. You understand? The royal cottage up in the mountains over there. You need to go there. You go there to the cottage over there. I send my royal soldiers to carry you there, take you there, whatever. You get there and you relax yourself for a couple of weeks. Everything be fine, okay? What do you say? Oh, man, that sounds good. You know, a little fresh air going to do me good. Yeah, and I'm out there going to be fresh air. Okay, thank you, thank you. I, 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 I'm going to do that. No problem. And so, sure enough, they brought him all the way up to the high mountains in Toledo. And there in Toledo by the high mountains, he went to the cottages. And then, of course, when the people in the Toledo area, especially those people living in the villages at the bottom of the mountains, when they heard that they had a special guest, a special visitor, the prince, woo, Prince Alfonso, woohoo! Ah, they were so happy. So, they came up, but who came up? They couldn't have everybody come up because not everybody could climb that high. So who do they have? They went over to make sure that two big representatives came, and of course, with other dignitaries with them. The mayor of Toledo came up, and also the vicar, if I'm pronouncing it right. For those who don't know what that means, that means the minister of the church, the one who's in charge of the churches in that area. They both came up. And, of course, they were greeted by Alfonso. Oh, man, uh, you know, I come up here for peace and quiet. Who do you think you are, man? Who are you, man? Okay, 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 I'll come down, I'll come down. Okay, who are you, sir? Excuse me, but I am the mayor of 
all dearly know and I would like to welcome you. You are a wonderful, wonderful guest here. I, I, I take great pleasure and honor to have you here. All right, so you did it. Okay, and you, sir, who are you? Me? I am the uh, minister of the churches. That's who I am, and uh, you will respect the church, I assume, after all. It was uh, your father's family that uh, uh, joined the Inquisition, so I'm sure you respect the church. Uh, yeah, man, I expect the church. So you guys are the big holy people, you guys are the important people in the town. You know what? You want to do some service for me? i tell you what you're going to do for me. You're going to find me a big philosopher, somebody I could talk to, you know, at my level. You understand? You got somebody like this? Well, to tell you the truth, there is a friar, a friar, a priest that lives all by himself. He's a hermit-like sort of, you know. Uh, he's got this long, straggly beard, and this person lives there. How would you say? Um, I would say he lives higher up. You see, all, can you see from your window over there? You see that hill on top of the mountain? You see, there's a mountain, and then there's a mountain with a hill on top of the mountain. Uh, 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 y- 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 yes. Do you see what, what he's pointing to? Uh, do you see what he's pointing? Do you see what he's pointing to? Uh, do you see what he's pointing to? Um, uh, do you see? I am, and I see. I see. Uh, you know, so what do you got over there? What's his name? Uh, his name is Friar. Um, Friar. Uh, what's his name again? Friar. His name is Friar uh, John. Oh yes, Friar John. Uh, that's funny. The mayor knows who he is, and you're the minister of the church, and you don't know who he is. Uh, how come? Well, it's because he lives most of the time as a hermit, and then when he needs money, he comes to collect. I'm telling you, and then he quotes biblical passages, you know. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, would you like uh, to speak with him? Yes, I would love to. Okay, uh, when do you guys please go call him? All right, I'll go call him, no problem. Huh? Sounds very good. I'll go call him. 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 Whatever. One of you just go call him and stop arguing who's going to call him. And so they send for this person, Friar John. And Friar John came down. Yes. May I help you? Somebody sent for me. They said the prince is here. Prince Alfonso. Hey, where's Prince Alfonso? Uh, oh, you're the prince. How do you do? How do you do? How do you do? Man, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, you guys can go now. I just want to talk to this uh, friar, okay? Okay? Sit down, Mr. Friar, whatever your name is. Uh, uh, you can call me Friar John. Yeah, you're okay, Friar John. Uh, from a John, I don't know what you are. Okay, sit down. All right, whatever, man. Okay, now sit down in the seat over there and here. Here's some uh, drink over there, some cake or whatever. That's quite all right. It happens to be one of the days that I'm fasting. Oh, you're one of those guys who, yeah, like a hermit, you know what I mean? You, you, sit there, you, you, you meditate a lot? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I do. That's one of the reasons why I live in the hilltop over there, and I live all the way up there, high on the hilltop, all the way up there, see? Way, way, way up there, okay? And then that's, that's where I live, okay? All right, well, now, now uh, you, you wanted to talk to me about something? 
I came here, you know, because uh, you're the prince and I respect you. So what is it? Hey, man, listen to me. You know, I, I don't feel so good. You understand? Man, because I'm a genius. You understand? I have a very, very good brain on my head. You understand? And then I talked and I, I talked to the philosophers by my, you know, the palace and everything. And I, like, I, I can't, how I say it, man? I, I, uh, I outdo them. You understand? I, I speak uh, better educated than they do. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I, I know quite exactly what you mean. So, uh, what, you would like to discuss some philosophy or something with me? Yeah, I want to I wanna test you, man. Okay, because, you know, like, I, I want to see if you're somebody I can talk to. Go right ahead. Well, you have a question for me? Yeah, yeah, I got a question for you. Okay, tell me, why birds cannot fly so high? Oh, that has nothing uh, so... Uh, Unusual? Uh, that's normal. What are you talking about? Don't don't give me no baloney excuses. You know, I'm asking you a question. Okay, I noticed that some birds fly high and some birds don't fly so high, but nobody flies into the high, high sky beyond. Nobody flies in outer space. You know what I mean? Past the sky. Nobody flies there. Why? 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 <laughs> that's you call a question. Are you making fun of me? No, no, I'm not making fun of you. Uh, heaven forbid I should make fun of the prince. No, 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 no. I thought you were going to give me tougher questions for that. You called me out here for a simple question like this. Why are you talking about a simple question? I talk to philosophers about where I live. And you know what they say to me? Some of the philosophers, they tell me like this. They say, uh, uh, the birds don't fly too high because it gets lonely. Some birds don't fly too high because there's no air to breathe. And some birds don't fly too high because they get tired. Now, what's your answer? <laughs> Those guys don't know what they're talking about. You know, the Holy Lord, he created a world. And and he made birds out of, um, how would you say, uh, uh, alluvial mud. Alluvial mud? You mean the, the, the watery, sandy mud? That's right. And the more air he put in to the bird, the higher the bird flies. You understand? And he just put a certain limit. Uh, if you'd like to discuss it more, I could tell you that has nothing to do with the fact that they can't fly in outer space. Because when God created the birds, that's the way he wanted them to fly. <laughs> you know, nobody ever gave me a, a conversation like that. You're the first one to ever tell me that. You know, man, you're very cool. I like you. You know, I'm going to talk to you a lot. Uh, you come by every day? I'll come by, Sure. All right, you know, we're going to have a coffee and tea, maybe, and some cookies. No, no, I fast a lot. I, I'd rather be meditating on higher authorities. All right, very good, very good. And so, sure enough, they would meet day after day. But then, this prince started to get a little curious. Man, there's something about this guy. Every day he fasts, when does he eat? At night time? But then I say I want to meet him at night time. He says he doesn't want me to see when he eats, because he eats so little and doesn't want to embarrass me. Hmm. I got an idea. I'm going to come to him in the morning. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come to him in the morning. <laughs> and so sure enough, the next morning, bright and early, Alfonso climbed that hill. And when he climbed up to the hill, he knocked on the door. And he pounded harder. And he was banging for about five minutes. Man, open up! Can't you see I'm knocking on the door? For a minute, I'm coming. I don't see you, but I hear you. <laughs> if I open the door, then I'll see you. Oh, man, don't get so technical. Okay, open the door. 
What took you so long? It took you five minutes. I'm banging and banging and banging. I'm sorry. I was in the middle of meditating. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Uh, do come in if you like. Okay, uh, sit down and everything is fine and dandy. Uh, you want to discuss over here? Because I'm an old man. You don't want me to, to go all the way to where you are. All right, that's fine. I, I, I could see that. No problem. No problem at all. And so sure enough, after he finished discussing other questions that he had with him, he went back. Oh, there's something about this guy. I know he's he's got a secret or something. I'm saying, you know what? I'm gonna go tomorrow again early. I'm gonna knock on his door. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. And so the next day he came and he pounded on his door again. But this time he pounded for about a minute before he heard that. <coughs> and after that minute was up, he looked at him and he said, "Man, I knock on the door. This time I knock louder. I scream louder. How come, man? You not open the door? What's the matter with you?" You're hiding something from me, no? I, 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 I heard you knocking, but I was meditating. If you were meditating, then how come you heard me knocking? Uh, I, 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 I... I got you there, huh? Listen to me. You got a secret to tell me, you're gonna tell me, okay? I promise you that I am the prince, okay? I am the Spanish prince. I am the next heir to the throne. You tell me what is the problem, what you're hiding. You tell me your secret, and guess what I'm gonna do? I'm going to make sure, okay? I have the power. I could make sure that nothing happens to you. Go ahead. Tell me your secret. Well, all right. Uh, can I trust you? Oh, man. I never, I never met a guy like you. You're so smart and everything. I mean, how you have such knowledge? All right. I will tell you who I am. I'm not Friar John. Oh, so you're Friar Michael. No. Friar Pickles? No. French fry? No! Uh, who are you? I'm really a Murano. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew by the name of Moshe. Moshe? Moshe, you're a Jew? Hey, what? what? Listen, I figured since I was too old to run away, when they started to come and find out that Jews were hiding where I was, so I went to hiding myself, and I became a friar. You understand? And it was easy for me. But my brother-in-law, he managed to escape all the way to Holland. He's over there. Now, now you know my secret. Uh, are you going to do anything? Yeah, man, I like you. I told you I'm not going to tell anybody. I like you. Now, maybe you can tell me how you know that stuff about the birds not flying up in the space, huh? How you know that? All right. As we Jewish people learn Torah, and in the Torah it says that they will fly alpnea rakia to the face of the sky, and they will not fly any higher. It's not because there's no air up there, because that's the way Hashem made it. You understand? Wow. And tell me, how come if I take seeds and I put them in my pocket and, and they don't grow? How come? How come seeds only grow on the ground? That's because there's a pussy that says, Tadashayarajdesha, let the earth vegetate with grass and, and vegetation. That's why. Wow. So, man, your Torah is so filled with wisdom. Can you teach me Torah? Well, uh, really, Torah should talk to people that follow the Torah. It's, uh, you know what? I want to become a Jew. Uh, you want to become a gear? Uh, you want to be Megaya? I, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, man, I want to do that. But, but, but you're the prince, and, and don't worry about it. We'll figure out something. Don't worry. No, I could, I could be a Jewish in secret. You're a Murano. I could be a Murano. <laughs> the prince itself could be a Murano. How you like that, man? That's going to be good. What do you say? Well, I, 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 I'll take you to some secret places where, where if they all agree that 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 you you fill all the requirements, then the, then they'll let you be Megaya. 
All right, man, whatever, whatever. I, I, don't worry. Anybody show me that's the real truth, I, I, I give my word, man. I'm not going to reveal who they are. And sure enough, he went over. Friar John was really now Moshe. He went over and he took the people. And he got them together. And he warned them beforehand that it was the prince, but he won't reveal who they are or their hiding places. And sure enough, they tested and checked and they did everything that they're supposed to before they are Megayah Saman. And they agreed to be Megayahim. And sure enough, Prince Alfonso became really Avroham in secrecy. And so what happened was is this particular new Avroham ben Avroham, he was very, very careful never to reveal who he was. And this time, he used to give to his servants different kinds of excuses. You know, I, I feel it's very bad that this old man, this friar uh, John, that he comes all the time to me because he's an old man. And I don't want him to climb up and down the hill, so I'm going to go to him. And then after a couple weeks were up, all of a sudden, along came a coach ready to take him home. Oh, what, what is going on here? Uh, oh, my goodness, look down there. There's a coach coming to pick me up. What am I going to do? What should I do? Hey, Rabbi Moshe, what should I do? Well, I'll tell you, um, uh, we need uh, some time to come up with a good plan. I got it, I got it. Why don't you tell him you need another two weeks, okay? Go, 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 go. Tell him you need another two weeks. All right, I'm going to do that. And so he went down there, and the royal guards were there. I say, hear me out, sir. I've been sent by your father to take you back home. That's right. We have to take you back home. Are you ready? I tell you the truth, I'm not ready yet. Because you know what we have to do is we have to uh, uh, wait a bit, you know. I mean, uh, I don't know if you want to hang around here for two weeks. But, you know, like, I'm getting better. I think, I, I, I think uh, you know, God, I'm getting better, you know what I mean? But, you know, but uh, I still feel I need uh, like another two weeks, okay? All right. We'll go back and tell your father. Okay, we'll tell your father. And sure enough. The father said, well, if that's what he needs, then give him another two weeks. And sure enough, within those two weeks, they learned more and more. And he loved Torah more and more. And of course, he went over and he said, hey, man, the two weeks are up. What are we going to do now? <laughs> you ask you a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this, what we're going to do. I like that plan. Very good. Uh, servants, today when I go upstairs, you know, up the hill, that is, you know, I'm going to be there. If the coach comes, you you know, you call out and I'm going to hear you because in the mountains, everything echoes, okay? Yes, sir, whatever you say, sir. And sure enough, he was up there waiting and the coach pulled up. We're back again. All right, is the prince ready? Well, is the prince ready? We are back again. <laughs> well, the prince is up there in the mountains. He's up there. I'll give him a call. Oh, Prince Alfonso. Prince Alfonso. Alfonso, Alfonso. Uh, yeah, I come I come <laughs> Don't worry, he's coming. And they looked up, 
And the coachmen and the guards were looking up. And they saw that Alfonso was walking down the hill. When suddenly, Alfonso lost his footing. And the next thing he heard was, Oh! A very long drop. And of course, they would not try to retrieve his body because that was all the way down at the bottom of that valley where those bumpy rocks. And they said, Goodness gracious, oh dear. Well, we'll have to go back and tell him, the majesty, the king, that his son fell off the cliff. He was on his way down and he fell. Oh dear, he lost his footing. And he lost his life. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's go. And sure enough, they went back. And the king said, oh, my. I sent my son to recuperate. Instead, it was the worst thing I ever did. He died there. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. And of course, the king mourned. But in the meantime, let us go back and see what was really taking place. And so they went all the way back. Actually, we're going all the way back. Uh, Rabbi Yers, uh, there's a little problem. What's the problem? You're telling the story. I thought the Baal Shem Tov was telling the story. Oh, yes, he was. But uh, once he started the story, why can't I take over? Because uh, usually you let the person that's telling the story take the story. You know what I mean? But this is other. Anything can happen. Uh, yeah, uh, but um, I think you should take over from the Baal Shem Tov. Oh, all right. Hey, look at Baal Shem Tov. Yossi says you should take over. All right. So as I was telling you, what happened was is as follows. They thought he fell and he died. But the truth is that uh, Remesha and together with uh, the, uh, the Prince Alfonso, which is now Avrom ben Avrom, they had a plan. And the plan was, since from the distance you can't see so clear, so he was walking with a dummy. And he made the dummy slip. And as the dummy slipped, the uh, Alfonso, the Avrom ben Avrom, he went over and he slipped behind the rock to hide. And they saw the dummy falling and they thought it was the prince because the prince gave that geschrei. You know, with the, how did he do it, uh, uh, Rabbi Herbs? Uh Yeah, he, he gave the, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the scream. Okay, anyways, so now what happened was is with the help of Moshe, he went over and he disguised himself, and of course, he went to Lisbon, and then from Lisbon, he ended up in Holland, and of course, he had a letter from Moshe, who he gave to the brother-in-law in Holland, and then he was able to live as a frumayid in Holland. And there he learned and became a big Talmud Chochem. But you know what else? When he became this big Talmud Chochem, I must tell you something. When he became this big, big Talmud Chochem, even though he didn't have to because he's like a new person, he still did tshuva and all his older various that he did even when he was a guy. You know that? All right, Rabbi. You told us a story, and now I'm relaxed. Now could you please tell me what this has to do with my son? All right. I will tell you. Because you two are Hosheva people, you're very important people, so what Hashem did was he rewarded you. Rewarded us by giving us a child for just two years? Yes, because you know whose neshama this was? This was the neshama 
of this Avram ben Avram, this Prince Alfonso. For two years when he was a goy, he was nursed by his mother. And therefore he wanted to do tshuva for even that. So they sent him down back to earth for two years. And you had this chus to take care of this great tzaddik for two years. Now do you feel so bad? Eh, not anymore. Now I feel honored that at least we hosted this great tzaddik's neshama. Wow, I do feel much better. And now I have a deeper understanding of things that I may not understand. I now understand that these things could have deeper, deeper meanings than we could even imagine. And sure enough, that's exactly the truth. There are certain things out there that we may understand, may never understand. One thing is for sure, we always must trust in the Rabbi Nishleilam and his Torah and his Talmidei Chachomim. Wow, great story. How did you manage to stay so quiet? Oh, oh, you, ha- you had three guys in the studio and they were holding me down. Every time I wanted to jump up and say something, they pulled me back down. Uh-huh, I hear. Okay, do we have any time for a few phone calls? Just a few, I guess. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? My name is Moshe. Moshe, okay. And what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? You should always become a Jew. should always become a Jew, if it's supposed to be. But by the way, it happens to be brought down is that some of the Goyim that become Jews, they were lost in the Shamas, or they were in the Shamas from Goyim that had a chance to get to, save, to Torah when uh, the Malachim went around. But instead, uh, since the majority of them didn't, so uh, they were not counted in it, but then the Shamans had a longing to become Jews, so some of those Goyim that become Gerim are from those lost in the Shamas. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Avi Galinsky. Avi Galinsky! When am I going to get you to come down to the studio? I don't know. Right now I'm at a chasna, so... Oh, you're calling from a chasna, and you're able to listen to me during the chasna? Yeah, on the phone. Wow, that's very good. So you dance and you listen. Wow, very nice. Okay, so what lesson you learned tonight's story? That the Torah has everything you need and everything that you will find goes in the Torah. And even if you would have died falling down the mountain, you see that it's good to die. It will be good to die as a true very good. Excellent. Beautiful. Wow. Now you can go back and enjoy the rest of the chasna. And let us Thank know. You. We'd love to have you here in the studio one time. Okay? Very good. Call Tiv. Thank you. And enjoy the chasna. Mazel tov. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Penny Modes. Penny Modes. Oh, your father's David Modes? No. That's your uncle? What? Yeah. Ah, so send him my regards. Okay, so what lesson you learned tonight's story? That things look bad, but they're really good. Things look bad in the beginning, but they really turn out to be good. Excellent, beautiful. We just have to have that patience to wait or find out. Sometimes we find out in our lifetime, sometimes we don't. Very good, thanks a lot. Thank you. You're welcome, bye-bye. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Yeah, my name is David Robinson. Oh, David, you got in, finally. Okay, good, good, good. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you from the story you learned that Jews are always smarter than good. That is correct. I hate to say it, but that is true, and you can see that statistic by the contributions that Jewish people have done to the world. Very good. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Wow. Uh, Can you lower your radio, please? Yeah, hello. Can I order 15 pies? Can you order what? Okay. A pizza pie. You're going to order a pizza pie, but you got to go somewhere else. Okay, no problem. Next call, please. Yes.
Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Yes. Um, what is your name? Rachel. Rachel. Okay, what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Um, that everything comes from Hashem, and even if you um, don't know that it's for the good, you should just always say Kham Tova. That's correct. Excellent. Beautiful. Very well said. Thank you very much. Okay, next caller. Hello, you're on the air. I think you might be the last caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Yehuda Lowy. Yehuda Lowy. All right. So you got in instead of your brother Ephraim. Okay. So uh, what lesson you learned tonight's story? They should have betochen in Hashem. They should have betochen in Hashem. Yes. My brother wants to say something. Okay, let him say something. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead. Right, yes, good. I'm glad you put your brother first. Give him a chance. Okay. So, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, I learned that um, you should you should always have a talker. You should always trust in Tzaddik. Very good. Excellent. So that means. And you... I want to say yes. I want to give a shout out to my whole class in the Cheder and Rabbi Mitnick and my Rabbi. Oh, very nice. Very good. Very very good. Okay, you deserve it. Okay. And thank you for the story. You're welcome. Okay, Colter, I think that's all the time we have. But let okay. me just tell you the following. Okay, I have an announcement here to make here. Café Paris is proud to present their all-new gourmet dinner menu prepared by their master chef at Café Paris, an exquisite and upscale dairy restaurant with a Manhattan-like ambiance, is located in the heart of Brooklyn at 4424 16th Avenue. That address again is 4424 16th Avenue. In honor of this occasion, Cafe Paris would like to celebrate by inviting all J Root listeners. Call now at 718 853 2353 to take advantage of this wonderful place. And make sure to mention J Root Radio, and you may get a special discount of 25% on an evening you will never ever forget. Once again, the number is 718-853-2353. Can I say it also? 718-853-2353. You always have to get the last word in. You better believe it.